1: Take me out to the ball game. I like it. Google Dials version on this opening day in Major League Baseball 2023. Just discussed it. With Mayor Eric Adams, the Yankees open up right here at home in the Bronx. So get ready for some serious traffic in the next couple of hours. Don so Nolan will tell you about it. Yankees taking on the San Francisco Giants. We go right to interleague play game one. Yankees, uh, of course, will throw Garrett Cole to the mound. They're ace. Yankees and Giants, the Mets, they start the uh, season on the road in Miami today. It's a four ten 10 start. Max Scherzer will start for the Mets. The Mets are saving Justin Verlander for their home opener, which will be April the 6th. Against those same Marlins, the Mets spend their first two series of the season on the road today in Miami. Then over the weekend, uh, or early next week, I should say, in Milwaukee before returning home for the Marlins. So, Mayor Eric Adams was great. We're going to talk to Bill O'Reilly coming up at 840. Bo Deedle, always terrific, live in studio at 9.05. And the Cinderella story of the Final Four, the FAU Owls a school that was literally two miles from my house in Boca for 16 years. They're in the Final Four. Their head coach, Dusty May, will come on. They're going to take on San Diego State before Miami takes on UConn. Now, ordinarily on a Thursday, Judge Napolitano, who's great, is on at 740, but he was kind enough to move to this slot to allow the mayor, who's busy this hour, to come on first. So here he is for his Thursday visit, my dear friend Judge Andrew Napolitano. Judge, good morning. How are you, buddy? Oh, I'm fine, Sid, but I got to tell you, the more
0: the more we listen to each other, the more we have in common. So first we find out we love breakfast at the Murray Hill Diner. Right. Then, then we find out we love dinner at Villa Barulia. Right. Then yesterday, yesterday, I was terrified at four o'clock in the afternoon because I went to get my teeth cleaned.
1: No way. No <laughs> way. You really did yes. yesterday?
0: The same day, the same terror, I could talk to a live audience of 35,000 people, as I've done with no butterflies in my stomach. I go sit down with my dentist, who's a woman, half my size. She terrifies me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is unbelievable irony, Uh, really. Almost every time you come on, we really have done something the same that day, that week. It's unreal.
0: Yes, it is. It is.
1: So well I, I got to go gotta back get
0: together, we got to get together with your son Gabe whether it's Villa Barulia or an early breakfast but we're not going to the dentist to together
1: <laughs> I got to go back tomorrow and get it uh, tooth pulled and capped so you're done Ooh. luckily I I got to go back but things uh but my mouth is very very healthy and I that go, is funny
0: so I, ev- I go every 3 months
1: unbelievable
0: so no, no serious problems develop, and at my age, my pearly whites are
1: still white. Uh, that is good to hear. There he is, folks, Judge Andrew Napolitano. His pearly whites are still white. Let's go to the other, the, the Nashville shooting. I know you listen to me every day. I know you know how I feel. Uh, you want to make uh, gun laws stricter, knock yourself out, go for it, even though I've got statistical proof that the cities with the strictest gun laws have the most crime. So I don't know how you sell that one. But Uh oh, oh, knock knock yourself out, make them stricter, make them go. Take a million guns off the street. You still have about 200 million illegal guns anyway. It doesn't matter. Until we combat crazy, that's the major issue, none of this goes away. I agree with
0: you entirely. 110% I agree with you. The President of the United States who took an oath to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution doesn't understand it, doesn't understand that the right to keep and bear arms by law-abiding people, not by crazies, by law-abiding people is not a second-class right. That's not me. That's Justice Clarence Thomas in the Bruin opinion overruling New York State's restrictive gun laws 10 months ago. And the right to keep and bear arms is not a government right. It's an individual personal right. It's a natural extension of your ancient right to self-defense. That's not me. That's Justice Antonin Scalia and the Heller case in 2008. Joe Biden opposed both of those cases and doesn't understand his oath to uphold the Constitution. And as far as those crazies on the view, blame the the, the school. Because it's a it's a fundamentalist Christian school. I knew this was coming. I knew this was coming. They're not going to blame the crazies. They're going to blame the school because it teaches fundamental values and it isn't influenced by go- like a government school is with government values is horrific. Yeah, it is. Totally the point of this, that that gun, did that trigger go up by itself. Did the gun pull its own trigger? Come on. You're going to take away steak knives from us? More people are stabbed than are killed by guns. You're going to take away cars from us? These big government types don't understand human freedom, and they don't understand crimes are committed by people that don't care what the law is. This crazy person that killed these kids. You think that person's going
1: to obey a gun control law? Please, oh, please. I'm glad. Um, listen, I couldn't agree more. Like I said uh, yesterday, we took Gabriel to the Nick game on Monday night, and we had a nice dinner. And he said, "Mommy, I love you. Daddy, I love you." And the odds are very, very good. He's not going to wake up on Tuesday morning and kill a bunch of kids. But you give me somebody who's depressed and angry and has ninety different reasons why they hate themselves in this country. Uh, they're going to do it. So it's never a nice kid. And there are millions and millions of law-abiding gun owners that you never hear about. But You get one crazy, and all of a sudden, an AR-15 becomes an assault weapon, which it's just not. That's just not true. And then you get all these uh, discussions. But I'm glad you brought up the Christian part, because as a Jewish man, I have Dove hiking down all the time, and I talk about all these anti-Semitic attacks, which do happen. They beat up Jewish people in the streets. But what you just said is equally as important, and that is that Christians are under attack, too. Maybe not beat up in the streets, but when the view goes after the school, after a school shooting, that is Christians being under attack, and that is not okay.
0: Agreed. I fully agree with you, and I'm not surprised that they're doing it because they're so terribly frustrated that they can't extend the government's reach into our pockets uh, and into our homes. Now, I don't want to get too graphic, but if any of the administrators in that school have been carrying weapons, this creep might have been stopped, just like in Uvalde. Uh, although Ovaldi is the police vault, so that, that was not the p- problem here. The Nashville police were like the NYPD, A plus, two over the top, courageous and professional. But if any of the teachers or staff uh, had carried the uh, guns, this kid would have, this creep would have been taken out before uh, six uh, innocent human beings uh, had been slaughtered. Where there are more legal guns, there is less crime because all of these killings stop in the same way when superior firepower confronts the killer. That's the only way they stop. And where there is superior firepower in the hands of a good guy, a trained civilian or a cop, there's far less killing. That so is statistically true. demonstrable. Yes.
1: That is 100% true. So I know you just sort I don't my...
0: think the mayor, I don't think the mayor would go for this. I, no. I, I much <laughs> no. love him. Yeah. And I love your friendship with him. I told you a hundred times, I have a lot of liberal friends. Some of my conservatives are pissed off at me because I have liberal friends. You've got to have friends on both sides of the aisle. I think your friendship with the mayor is a positive good for the city. I think it influences him. And I think it it, it shows that you have a big heart and uh, and, a, and an open mind. But he's dead wrong on guns. He would strip everybody in New York of their right to carry guns except the cops. I trust the cops, but they can't be everywhere all the time. I see.
1: I agree. That's uh, why I uh, actually do these commercials too. I uh, do these. I know, I know you have heard them because now, law-abiding citizens, it's legal to have a concealed carry permit in New York. And this group, Global Security Group, uh, here in New York City, they will teach you how to fire a gun. They they they've trained DEA people, FBI people, SWAT people, military units, and their phones are ringing off the hook because while people here respect and love, like you just said, Judge, the NYPD, we have gotten to the point where defending ourselves has become uh, almost mandatory. Now, you mentioned Eric Adams. You you did hear the interview, I'm sure, moments ago. I brought up the Alvin Bragg-Donald Trump case. He found a way to defend Alvin Bragg. That's fine. That's fine. But the truth is, Bragg has no case. That's why the grand jury continues to postpone. Now, it may be another month, but your column is interesting in that you titled your column this week, Donald Trump can be his own worst enemy. Now, of course, we know that's true, but what did you mean specifically in this column?:
0: The uh, posting the photograph with the bat next to a, a picture of Eric no, no, hold on no
1: no, you know you know that the Trump camp has said that never happened. I've bet people contact me and go "SId." Trump said it never happened. I think he's lying. I think it absolutely happened. I would tell Trump that. I would tell Boris that. And you're exactly right. Those are the stupid things that Donald Trump does that eventually may cost him an election, even with a big lead right now. But they're denying that he ever did that, which I think is really insulting.
0: Well, I I don't know where it's going to go, but I do know if and when he's indicted, the first thing the government is going to say is lock him up because he's threatening us and he has the ability to do it. That is just not something that Joe Tacopina, a dear friend of mine and a great lawyer, I'll tell you, Donald Trump has one of the best criminal defense lawyers in the city. I'm sorry he needs a criminal defense lawyer, but, but he does. Joe Tacopina is going to have to uh, confront that. And Joe himself said, look, I'm not, I, I don't run his social media. I just protect him in courtrooms. I can't control what he does and says. But saying stuff like that, predicting death and destruction if he is indicted, knowing that he can cause death and destruction. He doesn't mean to, but there are a lot of crazies that will follow him and think that that's what he wants. It's a very, very dangerous posture uh, for him to be in. As for the case, it's a very dicey, very crazy uh, case. It's very convoluted. I don't know if a jury will understand it. I don't even know if a judge will allow it to go to a jury. But the essence of the case is that somehow he committed a state crime by committing a federal crime (laughs) that the feds refused to prosecute. And the whole case devolves around the credibility of Michael Cohen, which the feds say has no credibility, which is why they didn't prosecute uh, Trump on the basis of what Cohen said Trump did. Now, if you think a jury can follow that, a a Manhattan jury, (laughs) that's far more interested in, in keeping drug dealers and creeps off the streets I think Alvin uh, Bragg has a tough row to hoe.
1: Sixty seconds to go. What do you think of uh, Trump's relentless attacks on Ron DeSantis, which continued yesterday on his social media?
0: I'm with Ronald Reagan. The 11th commandment for Republicans is thou shalt not attack fellow Republicans. I think Ron DeSantis is Donald Trump without the baggage. I say this as somebody who is a personal friend of both of them for many years. DeSantis for five years, Trump for 35 years. Uh, I think those uh, attacks on DeSantis are going to come back to haunt the Republicans. And I hope, I hope it doesn't happen.
1: It's not just him. You know, Mike Pence is out there also saying things about Donald Trump. And Chris Christie is on TV a couple of days ago talking about thumping Trump. So in all fairness to Donald Trump, it seems like almost an epidemic amongst Republicans right now to go out and trash somebody else. Although we'll say this. Democrats should not be bashing presidents either, especially Democrat presidents. And Barack Obama spent the last couple of days overseas just destroying President Trump. And I don't think that a former president should ever do that, no matter what. What do you think?
0: I agree with you again, Sid. You remember that old rule, politics stops at the water's edge. You know, when the president goes overseas overseas, we don't attack him. When an ex-president goes overseas, he doesn't talk about domestic American politics. I don't know what, um, uh, what Barack Obama's uh, game plan is. He knows, like the rest of us, that Joe Biden is uh, intellectually unqualified to be president of the United States. The Democrats are hoping, hoping either that the Republicans nominate Trump or that somehow Biden uh, drops out because Biden's presidency is indefensible, and Biden himself cannot defend it. The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report, call 1-800-862-6970, and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice.
1: Another great appearance, Judge Napolitano. Thank you for uh, moving up about 15 minutes and just a really terrific job. Your column is great. I love having you on. And yes, whether it's a diner, an Italian restaurant, or a dentist, we live the same lives. (laughs) Hey, your teeth look great this morning, Sid. (laughs) Yours Yours too, Judge. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. There he is. Every Thursday does a terrific job on this show. My friend Judge Andrew Napolitano. Thank you very much, Andrew. Still to come this hour, Gnome's Nuggets. And then, of course, the big one, the almighty, my dear friend Bill O'Reilly. And don't forget, coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, Bo Deedle, always great in studio on a Thursday, and the Cinderella story of this college basketball tournament, the FAU Owls in Boca Raton, Florida. Their head coach, Dusty May, he'll join me right after Bo. So lots of good stuff till to come on this epic Thursday edition of Sitting Friends in the Morning right here on Talk Radio 77, WABC. Everything it seems, But for now